0: Welcome to Asking for a Friend, a Park Springs podcast. I'm Taylor, and each week I'll sit down with a godly mentor figure in my life and ask questions with the hope of receiving practical biblical advice on the crazy things this life has to offer. On behalf of my friends, of course. Thank you for joining. All right, we're back. Dun dun dun. Doo, 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 doo.
1: Don't you have intro music? Yeah, this so is So you just, don't need to make your own?
0: No, I won't put the intro music on this one. This okay. one's just me singing. Yeah,
1: go all acapella.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember how the song goes. It's like... Okay, yeah, we won't go there. It's fine. Um, We're back. And we're back. I'm here again with Jared. Hey, everybody. And I have another question for people to get to know you. This is a very okay. important question. Okay. Cookies or brownies?
1: Oh man, I'm a big fan of both.
0: I know. So if you had to pick one. What do you mean you know? (laughs) I've had both at your house. Y'all like the cookies. Y'all like the brownies.
1: Oh man. You can only have Um, one forever. Well, cookies are more versatile. So there's more different types. So is it like chocolate chip cookies versus brownies? Sure.
0: Well, okay. Your favorite kind of cookie. If that's chocolate chip or if it's something else.
1: There's lots of good cookies.
0: Or brownies. Chocolate
1: chip or snickerdoodle or, I mean.
0: Snickerdoodle cookies yeah. go hard.
1: But I am a big brownie fan. I do I like do brownies. I do like some
0: brownies. Yeah. So would you say brownies?
1: If I, if it's versus one specific type of cookie. Okay. Versus. That's true. Or, that yeah. wasn't a
0: fair question. Because,
1: I mean, cookies are like a genre. You can
0: have like a brownie cookie. Like a oh, chocolate yeah. cookie.
1: Uh, or a brookie. Don't they call them that?
0: Oh, That's a yes, thing. yes. Or With a
1: blondie. Yes, yeah, yes. Those are pretty good too. Okay. All of the above. I don't know if that helped anybody get to know me. Yeah. Other than the fact that I like sweets.
0: Yes. We should have started the other one off like that.
1: Yep. Too late though.
0: <laughs> Speaking of sweets, <laughs> alcohol. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's your segue?
0: Yeah. It made sense in my head. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about alcohol today. Because okay. I feel like, alcohol. especially as young adults, I feel like mm-hmm. alcohol is one of those things that just, you're not cool until you do it.
1: You think, oh, is that what the the youths are saying these days?
0: That's what some of the youths that I know apparently okay. think. My friends. <laughs> yeah,
1: and you really want to be cool?
0: <laughs> yeah, my friends, they really do. Okay. Um, no, but I think alcohol is one of those things where, especially as Christians, we just aren't, okay, maybe this is just me. I okay, could be the only one yourself, that thinks Taylor. about this, but like, I just am not sure how to approach it because I'm so apprehensive of doing it like the wrong way or okay. quotes around that. Yeah. Just like, um, like, cause when I hear people talk about this, they're like, Oh, as long as you're not drunk, it's like, how am I supposed to know if I'm drunk or not? Like, where yeah. is the line between buzzed and drunk? And do well, I even
1: buzzed drunk?
0: Exa- yeah. I, like, it's like, I don't know. And then I ask people and everyone has their own opinion on mm-hmm. it. And it's like, I just want you to tell me if I can get lit with my friends or not. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Come on. That's a simple conversation. (laughs) I know that was a joke, everybody. But I'm saying like, I don't under. And also it comes from a place of me not understanding why drinking is such a big thing. Like, why do so many people do it? Oh, Okay. So it's just like. And then now I'm in a place where I'm at the age where me and my friends can legally drink. Yeah. And it's like, why are they doing it at all? Like, I don't get the draw. Okay. So maybe this is just something I think about. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit down with. My pastor buddy, and ask him some questions.
1: No, that's good. That's a good place to come from. Um, ask, him the questions that uh, um, your your age faces, and and it's everybody faces. So those are those are good questions. Um, answer
0: all of them right answer now. All of them.
1: Okay, where do you want to start?
0: <laughs> okay, well, first, like, why do you think this is such a heavily debated topic? Like why is there so much controversy and everyone has their own like opinion and Oh, God doesn't say anything about this or Oh, God says it's fine. Or, you know, they drank, Jesus drank wine, you know, Mm -hmm. like I hear all these things. I don't know what, what, why?
1: Yeah. it is interesting (laughs) to think about that. It does have controversy and stigma and probably just a lot of different takes, even within like, uh, the Christian community, you could probably find a variety of opinions, even, um, uh, I, I definitely know uh, some within the Christian community that, like, that would glorify it like mm. as like, oh yeah, it's definitely good and um, yeah, go for it and we should encourage it for everyone kind of idea. Uh, and then there's some that would say you shouldn't under any circumstances, any person. Mm. Um, so there is uh, a whole spectrum of opinions. Um, I, I think why it might cause some controversy is... Um, there is widespread use and that's universal for every culture throughout history. Uh, I mean, alcohol has been around right. since biblical times. I mean, so humans have been fermenting things and drinking it for forever. Um, I think the controversy for Christians comes in because alcohol does have an incredibly uh, destructive potential. Uh, so there should be, um, a, a thought process when it comes to it. Um, and so I think that's on the side of, okay, we should be careful with it. Uh, but then there are some people that should be like, well, if it requires a thought process, why would we engage at all? Yeah. Um, but the Bible doesn't forbid it. And so I, I don't think we have to go further than the Bible. Mm. Um, you know, uh, we don't have to put even more um, limitations on ourselves than God does. Um, and so there is, a, there is a lot that goes into the alcohol question.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Even yeah, among I think that's non-Christians. I feel like there's some people that would say like, yes. And some yeah. people that would say no. So it's not yeah. just a Christian thing.
1: No. And, and you know, it's interesting. Uh, I don't talk to many people from high school, but you do kind of see their lives play out on Facebook. And so there is, um, I, I've seen a, a person I knew fairly well in high school. Um, back some years, it was kind of post-college. She started, po- I said she, uh, she started posting about how she um, got sober and now there's not touch alcohol at all. So I usually, like once a year, she'll post something about like, okay, seven years since I quit alcohol completely. So you do get people in, um, to, to my knowledge, she wouldn't identify as a Christian. Um, mm. Once again, we haven't spoken since high school, but, um, um, you know, even outside of, from a faith standpoint, depending on experience and perception, um, uh, some people um, do avoid it yeah. just because maybe they've had a, a negative impact on their life, either personally or maybe through family. Um, so, yeah, it's not just Christians who who don't drink, but I feel like there is uh, sometimes a, a stigma from outsiders that that's one of the things Christians don't do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I, when I, I guess, came here and, like, I saw that some Christians were drinking, it, like, shocked me. I was like, what? That's yeah. a thing? It's just really crazy but then i think about like my where why do i think that way like where did i get that from i don't know
1: baptist church
0: yeah i guess so but i'm sure they drank too nobody just talked about it
1: yeah that's that's so i grew up southern baptist and that was kind of a thing definitely like um if people drank it was not very like open and talked
0: about yeah Um, so there was that was kind of a baptist thing like having a church party or like with fellow church people and there's alcohol there it's like that's so strange to me.
1: Yeah. So once again, you get different uh, kind of traditions and context because um, there are still even um, uh, church traditions that would still use wine, like actual wine at communion. Uh, whereas, you know, how I grew up and what we do is grape juice, you know. so
0: Wait, you- that's not real wine? <laughs> it's not. Urgh, real. Darn it. Did
1: you think wine was delicious? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: thought i was getting lit yeah so
1: depending yeah depending on yeah even what church tradition you brought you were brought up in you might have very different opinions on alcohol just based off that Mm -hmm. and definitely our families are are always usually the biggest driver and you know our perception so
0: yeah um so let's just get this out of the way like what does the bible say about alcohol like do you can you recall any like specific verses about like drunkenness or about?
1: Yeah, so that's the big one that's probably mentioned the most time is uh, drunkenness. Um, right. So that's all over the New Testament um, about uh, that drunkenness leads to debauchery
0: and. What does that word mean?
1: Debauchery, um, just all manner of, uh, sinful nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's even like in some of the lists when Paul's like, you know, these won't inherit the kingdom of God, yeah. you know, the revilers, the drunkenness, and, you know, it's even thrown in with the, the list that even like mentioned orgies and stuff. So, <laughs> so drunkenness yeah. is it's definitely bad. talked about. And even, even in the old Testament, if you even go through Proverbs, it talks a lot about um uh drunkenness just being a a, a very negative thing um and so which does make it hard like you kind of alluded to at the beginning like where's the line Mm. uh you know and so i mean even now in society we have like a legal standing on right yeah you know driving or not driving
0: 0.08
1: yeah which i don't know what that means but um 0.08 it's your blood alcohol content i know that but um Uh, So there is kind of, so what is that question on, uh, in a biblical sense, like when is that line crossed or not? Um, You know, and I I would say when the Bible is condemning drunkenness, it's because it leads to ungodly behavior. Yeah. So it, Mm. it might be a little less on like, okay, I can have this many beers or not. And more like, what is, what you're consuming? What is that leading you to, or how are you behaving? afterwards um it might be a a better question um which and so yeah i would i definitely would advocate um caution and uh intentionality um if you're going to have that as an aspect of your life yeah which in another aspect that you alluded to you said you know now you're of the legal age so would have to go back more into history but we do have a legal drinking age in the u.s 21 other countries have different legal drinking ages so it is kind of interesting oh oh yeah um 14 it can vary a lot um and definitely some other cultures have different you know um if your family offers it to you kind of idea versus just purchasing alcohol um
0: well, because before I turned twenty one, I didn't drink because I was it was illegal. Yeah. Right. But and now I would be an like, advocate
1: for that. Um, yeah. Some I, I remember even you know high school, college. It seemed like more people were evaluating if it was moral or not versus like, I think as a Christian, you should follow the law, and so breaking the law, exactly. I would say, is immoral. So um, I would not encourage anybody prior to twenty one. Like yeah. you should follow the law where you live, and so that should be a factor in your decision-making process as well. hundred
0: percent. And so yeah. what, before I was 21, it's like that, that was my thought process. It's like, uh, you know, I have to, obey authorities and obey the law. Yeah. And so I'm not going to do And I'm just a really big rule follower. So Same. like, so the idea of breaking yeah. the law to cool. me is like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that is the worst thing. But now it's like, Criminals. wait, the big, not the biggest, like, of course I want to glorify God. And that goes into it. But it's like the, one of the main things that was keeping me from doing this action. Well, that, that little gate, that little yeah. dam has been broken down. And yeah. now what, now I can go yeah. run off to the store right this second and <laughs> buy alcohol. It's like, It's very, it's like, I don't know why I think about it so much. It's such like a pressure. I think I don't need to partake. I think that's (laughs) why.
1: And that's fine. So, and that's, so that's really where, um, the Bible takes you to, uh, so first Corinthians says, you know, uh, everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but I will not be mastered by anything. And so typically when people have this conversation, there are a lot of different aspects going into the alcohol conversation um so once again i do not think the bible forbids it uh so i don't think you just have to blank slate take it off the table for yourself um, or for people um but there is for my friends for your friends um (laughs) well if they're 20 they should take it off the table um but even so i would say you know if you are asking yourself the question like what is wise what is unwise um i think context matters i think location matters i think each individual person matters and so honestly, like if I'm having this conversation with the college group, um, I think most scenarios where 20-somethings, especially young 20-somethings are drinking is an unwise scenario. Right. You know, and so, um, I, yeah, I even if it's not forbidden uh, necessarily by scripture, I would say going to a college party where a bunch of 21-year-olds are drinking, even if you are not drinking to excess, I think that is an unwise position to put yourself in. So I would not advocate for that. Mm. So I think where and how matters. Yeah. And you, you know, if you're trying to live life with intentionality and godliness, it matters. Um, and so I, I think those are all questions you need to ask yourself. Um, so another big portion of scripture people point to is the idea of being a stumbling block. Mm. And so that's I one like that, uh, that a lot of people bring up um, and kind of usually the scenario that's brought up is like, okay, Hey, say you were having a get together with people at your house and you wanted to have alcohol. What if one of the people you're inviting over struggles with alcoholism? You don't want to be a stunt. Even if it doesn't affect you, it might affect them. And so that is something to take seriously. And I don't think you have to get into a million hypotheticals. I think you just need to be conscious of the context you're in. If you are going to have alcohol, I think you should think through that carefully. Um, So I do think, you know, setting matters. So once again, College party, um, mm. I I think that's unwise. Yeah. Um, this past weekend, I was at a wedding, and so they did toast and passed out champagne. I don't think that's a really negative stigma. I think that is, you know, a cultural way of celebration, and I think that's fine. So I, I don't think that's a big deal. Um, not everybody was getting wasted at this wedding. You know, <laughs> people had drinks with dinner, and they celebrated with toast, and I think that's not a big deal. So I think just where you are in the setting matters. Um, you know, and if you are In a position where you want to set an example for your friends that matters. Yeah,
0: that. Mm. So there
1: are a lot of questions that go into to the idea of alcohol. Um,
0: I think you talked about this a little bit earlier, but how do you know if you're drunk and getting into drunkenness or just buzzed? And I know it's different for every person. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like some like. Like when I talk to people about this, this is their thing. It's like, oh, I wasn't drunk. I was, was buzzed. buzzed. It's like, yeah. oh, so it's not wrong because you were just buzzed. It's like, how do you know if you're like,
1: yeah. but
0: like it, I, I just find that so confusing. It's like, how do you know if you're drunk right now? Yeah. Cause you seem drunk to me, but you're just saying, well, you're and if
1: you know, I think, you know, it talks about like impaired judgment. So can you, can you be the one who judges? Um, so I might not be the best person to ask, you know, I'll kind of lay my own personal alcohol experience on the table. Uh, I was in a similar position. Uh, I did not have any alcohol before the age of 21. Um, didn't appeal to me. It wasn't something I personally struggled with. Uh, so even, even in high school, um, there were several times I went to kind of ungodly high school parties where everybody else was drunk and I was the one person not drinking. Hmm. And when you're the one person sober, Hmm. uh, the drunk people don't (laughs) seem appealing. Uh, so I was around a lot. It just never really had a pull for me. Other Sinful things had pulls for me, but alcohol wasn't one of them. Um, so I drank my first beer when I was 25, and I didn't like it. Um, it 25. was, yeah. Uh, and I've yeah, sipped a couple other beers, and personally, I don't, I don't care for the taste. Um, so I, I am okay with uh, drinking alcohol. Uh, me and my wife kind of started introducing a little bit of wine um, more when we were like 27, 28. Uh, so I'd say most of the time, if I have an alcoholic drink, it's usually just me and my, wa- my wife, so I don't mm. have to weigh as much those, okay, who, who am I influencing? Who am mm. I not? And I do, you know, uh, on occasion, you know, in social settings, I, I might have a drink. Um, but my alcohol experience is pretty limited. So I, I would say I've never been drunk. Mm. Um, so it is kind of hard to judge that line, but here's what I say, coming back to what I said earlier, what actions mm. is it leading to? And that can be in a lot of, so are you making really stupid decisions or are you just acting ridiculous and foolish? Neither one of those I would say is very godly. Um, and so I would say less like, okay, I was drunk first buzzed. Um, once again, I advocate for following the law and definitely, you know, if you are impaired, don't drive a car. That's a ridiculous idea. Um, but in general, like what is the result of what you drank? Did you do something really stupid um, or did you act really ridiculous? Um, You know, kind of what's the result? Um,
0: Because something else, I I like the actions thing. I like, like, what does your drinking lead to? Because some people... I hear them say, like, oh, well, I'm not drinking to get drunk, so it's fine. Like, oh, it's all about your intention. It's like, I'm not really sure anyone... Okay, that's not true. I know some people drink to get drunk, but it's like, you know, when you're six drinks in at a party, you're not necessarily drinking to get drunk, but you're still drunk. Yeah. So it's not all about motivation. So I think the actions thing is a really good way for people to measure, like, am I acting up or am I okay?
1: Yeah, which it is interesting. So I would say, you know, I have... So I think a margarita is pretty tasty so every once in a while if, I'm, if we're at a Mexican place I'll have a margarita and um I guess that would be my my only real experience is like okay I can feel it I don't feel impaired but I can definitely tell like
0: What's it's different more? than you
1: know um yeah maybe a little bit um you know and usually for me that's kind of like okay I'm gonna not sip for a little bit and
0: and eat, eat some more. chips yeah so
1: so I, I wouldn't say I have a very good gauge of that um I know For Emily, it always just makes her sleepy. Mm. So, I mean, that's usually the result. Like, you know, it's just me and her end of the day and she has a glass of wine, which not right now because she's pregnant, but that would just be like, okay, let's go to bed. I'm really tired. (laughs) And so it wasn't leading into ungodliness or sinfulness. It was just kind of, we were unwinding at the end of the day and, you know, sipped a beverage together. Um, That's probably the most common result we've experienced. Yeah. and, and so I do think it is something you, you need to know yourself and you need to know what setting you're in. Um, but once again, I don't think you have to add more restrictions on your life than the Bible
0: does. Mm, that's a good, yeah. that's good. Um, yeah, how, have you ever had to approach someone that you think is going a little too far? And like, how did that? I mean, you're a pastor, so I guess it's a little different. I guess any of your peers or your, friends? Like, have you ever had that conversation or do you just kind of like not go into those areas
1: with those people? You know, I I haven't with a peer or a close friend, Mm -hmm. um, you know, because that the setting I think for me would need to be, you know, somebody that claims to follow Christ. And then I I either witness or am aware that they're doing something that's leading to ungodliness. And I I, I haven't had that with a friend. Um, I've definitely talked through with some younger people that I pastored more in hindsight. So it was more like they kind of came to me and said, you know, I've been drinking or partying or doing those things. Um, and so they were kind of more open honest with me versus like me having to be confrontive. Right. Uh, so I have had that conversation of like, Hey, this is something you don't need to be doing. Like, this is not wise. This is not godly. Um,
0: so how would you, how, if you, if it came to that point, how would you approach saying to a friend, like, someone that professes to be a follower yeah. of Jesus and they're, they're acting up. Like how, how would you approach that?
1: You know, I, I would,
0: or would, cause part of me is like, should I even say anything about this? They probably do not want to hear my opinion on this.
1: Well, that if it is a brother or sister in Christ, I think it is on us. And I mean, and that's going to be a different conversation anytime you feel led by the Lord to confront somebody about sin. Um, I mean, so if it's alcohol or something else, Um, that's always going to be a tough conversation, but what, what the Bible tells us, you know, if you need to, Matthew 18 is usually the guideline people point to, um, go to your friend in private. Mm. So once again, we're not publicly shaming people, uh, but it's like, Hey, I think what you're doing is wrong. Like you need to think about this. Um, and so sometimes it's black and white. Sometimes it's, you know, gray area. Like if somebody is over 21 so legally they can drink it might be like hey i think this is unwise like maybe you shouldn't go to this party even though you're not technically breaking the law you know what you're doing is you know um we should you know paul always encourages people let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel Mm -hmm. and so there is this i you know not everything is always like a right or wrong it's like is this wise or foolish is it godly or can it lead to ungodliness um, and it even you know, talks about being above reproach, you know that even if um, even if you were keeping your like, let's use the partying example, um, maybe you weren't indulging so much that you were getting drunk. Um, but maybe even just you being there does not promote a lifestyle of godliness. Mm. And so I, I remember people always kind of using the justification too. It's like, well, Jesus went to the parties you know, Jesus was invited.
0: Yes, I hate that. Well,
1: and I've actually had this conversation with people. It's like, yeah. And every time he went, somebody got saved or he <laughs> performed a miracle. So if you're going to the party to evangelize, sure. But more often than not, That's I feel a good
0: comeback. That's funny. Usually
1: people are using that as justification to to, to be around ungodliness. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. funny.
1: You know, and so the Bible talks about, it's like what what relationship does light have with darkness? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I know even for young Christians, it's like, okay, I'm not going to indulge in this lifestyle, but I want to go see what it's about. Okay, yeah. You know, to kind of like, okay, what do people do at the party? And I, and I remember feeling those kind of impulses, wanting to kind of watch and see. But what it was, it was like, it was flirting with temptation. Mm. It was like, okay, do I want to indulge in ungodliness? And I just would encourage people to not like, that's, that's not wise. Um, you know, um, keep your life free of that. You know, if you, if you profess Christ as Lord, um, don't set yourself up for failure, like set yourself up for success. That would be my encouragement. Yeah,
0: that's good. Um, I think one last thing, uh, that I'm like running into is, uh, we said it earlier, there's like a stigma around Christians and drinking and like, Oh, Christians are either like closeted alcoholics or they're uh super anti-alcohol or you know things like Mm -hmm. that um but like how do i explain to a non-christian like why christians are so apprehensive about drinking because i feel like that's where i'm at with some of my friends it's like i'm trying to explain to them like oh i just you know i don't want to indulge in that or um you know like when I express frustration about other friends yeah. getting drunk, they're like, I don't understand, like, why is it your business? Why is it a big deal? Like yeah. Jesus drank alcohol or like they don't they don't get it. And so I guess that's yeah. just where I'm I,
1: I think for myself, um, uh, one of the things, you know, I, I try to even even with non believers, even if it doesn't completely make sense, like my number one goal in life is to follow and honor Jesus. And so if I and so I think you can frame it that like, and I don't think this will help me do it so like this is goal of my life and this could get in the way so it's just not something i'm going to bring into my life and also i mean you can make lots of arguments like definitely if you're not used to drinking like alcohol is expensive like hey i'm gonna save money i'm not gonna do this or hey that's a lot of calories i'm you know conscious of my health there's so many reasons you could give for like um but i think you know if it definitely is with a non-believer it's a uh, it's an easy way, not not to be condemning, but to go with that, like, look, the goal of my life is to honor Jesus. And I don't think this is going to help me, mm. you know? And so even, you, you know, Hebrews talks about that. Um, it says, throw off every sin and weight that so easily entangles mm. and run the race set before you. And so um, alcohol might be in that area that isn't necessarily a sin because it's not condemned by the Bible except for drunkenness, but it could be a weight. It could be something that becomes a problem. And so you do want to be conscious of that. And so even, you know, as alcohol has kind of become more part of my life, late twenties, late thirties, I've even evaluated that. Like, um, would I have a problem stopping? And I can honestly say no, because now my wife's been pregnant twice and i so haven't had anything, you know, you know, if, if she's not drinking, we're not like buying wine to put in the house. And so I'm not drinking. So it it would be, I would have a much harder time giving up like coffee or soda at this point versus, you know, I haven't had a margarita in several months kind of thing. Um,
0: So is it like last thing, is it okay to enjoy drinking?
1: I I think so. You know, I mean, it would, wouldn't make sense to have it as an aspect of your life if you didn't enjoy it like I would also say I enjoy a nice cold coke that's and, and, what I mean yeah. so is I think it, that's okay like
0: what wh- like why would you enjoy alcohol if you can just have a sprite
1: yeah you know it's but you know uh you know, you know a lot sprite of people doesn't
0: lead you to act up a
1: lot of people that I would say are foodies and stuff like there is like pairings and their stuff you know there are some settings that like so man if I have a chick-fil-a sandwich and I don't have a coke with it it feels incomplete as a meal
0: really yeah
1: and so I, I do think there is that space, you know, like I said, you know, at times we go get fajitas from Uncle Julio's and I enjoy having a margarita with that. And I, I don't think that's a, a bad thing. You know, um, there is you can find you can find much more condemning drunkenness, but you can find a couple of verses that's like enjoy God's good wine kind of stuff. <laughs> and so and I, and I think that's OK. Um, you know, it, it's like anything else. And that's why I like that Corinthians verse, like everything is permissible. Not everything's beneficial. I like that. Everything's yeah. permissible, but I will not be mastered by anything. And so even like any of the things that God has given us, like we should be able to enjoy them um, knowing that taken out of their proper boundaries, they can be destructive like food, you
0: that's know, true. overeating, yes. you know,
1: so we should enjoy food. It's a good gift from the Lord um mm, i love food yeah exactly and so it is something to enjoy but it can be abused
0: that's true
1: um like anything, anything else yeah like any of the good things god has given us it's very easy for humans to corrupt it and mess it up that's but that doesn't mindset. mean we throw the whole thing out it means use it in its proper context i'm not context. gonna enjoy
0: anything exactly. ever again no fun all right. Well, this was helpful. I, I learned some things. I'm 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 like in the process of reframing how I think about alcohol. Yeah. So I'm glad and, we talked about and I would, this. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, and, I'm just so, so, context so matters.
0: apprehensive about it. Yeah.
1: And, and so. that's um I, I would say I was very similar at 21. Um and, In fact, when me and Emily got married, uh, you know, I told her that I didn't want alcohol in our house. Um, and it was just something that, kind of, over time, I felt a bit more freedom in Christ. And and once again, I'd say context and setting does really matter. And I am conscious if I'm gonna have a drink, you know, what kind of runs through my head is okay. Who am I around? What setting I am? Like, is this okay? Is it not okay? Um, not that I have to like stop and make a pro cons list, but you know, <laughs> hold is, on, hold on. <laughs> you know, depending on the setting, I That's might just funny. pass, or, or depending on who I know is there, I might just pass, or like what role I'm fulfilling. Um, And so, yeah, I don't think it has to be forbidden, but I I do think you should have a thought process when it comes to alcohol. Mm,
0: That's good. Yeah. All right, well, thank you. This was helpful for me. So if anything, it helps your friends. Yes, my friends, oh, they're gonna love this. Okay, (laughs) bye-bye. Bye. And just like that, we are done with season two of Asking For A Friend. I feel like we had some good content this season, Uh, We talked about a wide range of fun stuff, from talking about Sabbath and forgiveness to talking about demons and treat yourself. I just love that about this podcast, that we can really talk about anything and just bring some godly perspective to it. I hope you got something out of each of the episodes. I really enjoyed recording them with the awesome people that God has placed in my life. I know I plug this pretty frequently, but if you have any topic suggestions or burning questions that you want to hear me ask a wise person, please email us. Like, seriously, please don't hold back. We have yet to receive an email, but the account is up and running and it's ready to use. Um, I check it like once a week, hoping that someone's going to send me an email. It hasn't happened yet, but I have faith that it will. That email is askingforafriend at psbible.com. All one word, very simple. We're taking a break for the holidays, but we will be back in January of 2022 for season three. Thanks so much for your continued support. I hope and pray that this podcast is planting seeds in y'all's lives or even sparking conversations about anything that is being talked about. I can't wait to see what God has planned for this podcast, and I'm grateful that we're all on this journey together. Bye!